This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach, heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and I'm really excited about today's episode because we recently began our fifth season of Finding Your Bliss, and five years ago, for our very first episode, we featured some of the stars and Neil DeLynn, the founder and artistic director of Unsung Heroes Productions. And Unsung Heroes is a beautiful community theater group where musical passions are fulfilled, philanthropic goals are reached, audiences are definitely fulfilled, and lifelong friends are made. By showcasing talent from the community, both professional musical theater performers and amateur performers come together to raise funds for charities in memory of an incredible human being, Neil's late mother, Barbara Pinchuk, who loved music, loved theater and community and family more than anything. So today, Neil and some of the original stars, Joanna was on the very first show, as was Neil five years ago, are back today celebrating their 10th anniversary and their final Best of Best production show, which will be taking place on October 14th and 15th in the Toronto area. We'll give you ticket information later. And I'm so delighted to welcome back the founder and artistic director, Neil DeLynn of Unsung Heroes Productions. This is his brainchild, and it's so exciting to have him. He's an award-winning practitioner and recognized thought leader in the areas of contact centers and customer and employee experience. He has over 30 years of experience across multiple industries, including brands and digital startups. He is also the founder of Choristry Inc., a consulting firm that helps their clients achieve remarkable success in all of these areas. As mentioned, in 2009, Neil's mother, Barbara Pinchuk, passed away. She was a single mom who raised three kids in poverty and was Neil's unsung hero. Neil decided he needed to do something to honor his mom's life. And after being involved in a few community theater shows, he decided to create Unsung Heroes Productions, and in 2013, he produced his very first show. The goal was to raise money for charities that matter to Barbara, bring the community together, and celebrate musical theater. And after 10 years, UHP has staged 12 productions, get this, performed 280 songs, had over 250 people involved as cast or crew, and has donated almost $700,000 to charity. Pretty incredible. If you've ever been involved in the show or have seen the show, whether you're cast, crew, sponsor, or audience member, I actually love being an audience member, by the way, you all know that. Um, you'll know firsthand the power of these productions, the community they foster, and the entertainment, laughter, music and love they nurture. It's the embodiment of what Barbara passed on to Neil and his siblings. It's his, it's her legacy. Neil's also the proud father of four amazing kids, as well as the very lucky husband to his beautiful wife and partner in life, Jamie Sable. Longest intro ever. Welcome back, Neil, to Finding Your Bliss. I'm also so delighted to introduce you to many of the original stars of the show, including Joanna Pearl, Aaron Lovespring, Dina Grossman, and Lori Goodman. But first, let me tell you a little bit about each of them. Let's start with one of the leading ladies of Unsung Heroes, the beyond talented and beautiful Joanna Pearl. When Joanna's not on stage, she works as a primary teacher. And Joanna's really had a love for musical theater since she was a little girl. I can also add here that she is one of the major draws to this production every year. She's super talented and is always one of the dazzling highlights of the show. Her voice is beyond, and you'll hear what I mean later on in the program. Joanna is supported by her husband and their three beautiful girls, and she is so grateful to be able to be a mom and also do something that she is so passionate about. Joanna Pearl, welcome back to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you. 
Aaron Lovespring is also here and he's a super talented singer and musical theater performer as well, who often sings gorgeous duets with Joanna. And you'll be hearing one of them later on in this show. He began performing in community theater when he was young, playing the role of Kurt in The Sound of Music. I wish I'd seen that. And the artful Dodger in Oliver. After a long break, Aaron came back to the stage and performed in the acclaimed production of Rent, where he played his dream role of Mark Cohn. And in the spring of 2013, he played another one of his favorite roles as Marius in the Act One production of Les Miserables. In 2016, Aaron performed in Jay Burke's production of Blood Brothers, where he played the role of Edward Lyons. Aaron has been part of Unsung Productions since its inception and is thrilled to be part of it. He's so fortunate to be amongst this talented cast and crew. He's also grateful to his beautiful kids, who are by far his biggest fans, along with the rest of his family and friends. Aaron Lusbring, welcome back to... Welcome. I don't think you've ever been on before. Welcome to Finding Your Bliss. And a crowd favorite by far every year is the beautiful, talented, and hilarious Dina Grossman, who's had a long history of theatrical performances on and off the stage. With a definite penchant for juicy character roles, some of her favorite roles include Madame Thenardier in Les Mis, Mama Morton in Chicago, Goldie in Fiddler, Magenta in Rocky Horror, and Miss Hannigan in Annie. In Dina's spare time, when she's not on stage, she's a wife to her ever-so-understanding husband, Stephen. She's not even acting, she says. And a mother to her four ever-so-understanding children. For many years, she worked as an elementary school teacher in the TDSB. She's thrilled to be performing yet again with her amazing, talented peeps and is honored to be one of Barbara Pinchuk's unsung heroes and... She recently made a beautiful wedding for her son and daughter-in-law. So muscle tough on that. Congratulations, Dina, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you, Judy. And last but definitely not least is the incredible Lori Goodman, who's here. He has performed in four Unsung Hero shows, and he's thrilled to be back this year for their 10th annual production and final show. Some of Lori's favorite roles in amateur theater include Edna in Hairspray, Angel in Rent, Amos in Chicago and Rocky in Rocky Horror. He's worked as a professional dancer, including dancing in the Contra Costa Ballet Company of California on Broadway in a show called Funny Feet. And he also performed in Las Vegas at Caesars Palace as a backup dancer for Kenny Loggins. Pretty cool. Lori Goodman, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you, Judy. So happy to have you all here and back. (laughs) It's great. Neil, I can't imagine how you must be feeling right now as you're embarking on this 10th annual Unsung Heroes production. Can you take us back to that very first meeting when this was just a dream? And I think you sat down with Joanna, Aaron, and Dina. How did it all evolve? Yeah, I think it was uh, actually quite a few people because I think the original time I mentioned this was at a party in Dina's backyard and a, a, a bunch of play people. So there was a lot of people that got to hear that. I don't think anyone quite believed me. I had no experience in doing this, but it, it just seemed like the right fit to honor my mom with something that she loved and something that my friends all love doing and a great way to both entertain and raise money. And uh, though no one believed me at the time, it was months later that we had our info session and recruited our cast and started our first production. Wow, it's, it's incredible. This is for anyone. I'm not calling out any names. This is anyone who wants to answer. Did you have an idea at the time that this was going to be as huge as it's been and that it was going to keep getting bigger and bigger every year and be such a resounding success? Well, I know that when Neil puts his mind to something, it happens. So I'm not surprised at all. And being able to have people come back year after year after year just proves how wonderful a process it's been. I mean, what could be better than doing something we love in our spare time and raising so much money for important causes for Neil's mom? So it's been a great ride, I have to say. Year after year, Neil always has a vision for the shows and each year gets better and bigger and bigger and more, you know, inventive and certainly more creative. And each year that we go, Neil seems to really pull it together and uh, each show gets better and we get closer and we have wonderful, wonderful talent coming out. It's incredible. It's it's really incredible. How do you decide on the shows every year? Do you all get together and do a brainstorming session? How does it all involve? I always wondered, how does it unfold and become a show? 
<laughs> I love everyone smiling and uh, it's, it's, it's been an evolution. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny you asked that question, that further question, Judy, that I had a, a thing in my head for sure that I wanted to get to either a million dollars raised or 10 years, whichever we could get to first. And hopefully we'll get to both, you know, if things go really well this year, this is the 10th and last year. But I will say as much as I knew that was going to happen, the path to get there has been uh, ever winding and, and fascinating with, you know, lots of obstacles and challenges and changes. And I say that to answer the second question, which is in the beginning, it, I held on to that. And I kind of wouldn't relinquish that, <laughs> which is why they smile and laugh. I wouldn't really let go of that. And over the years, and we have a whole creative team, which are not here today. But over the years, I've leaned more and more on the creative team, more and more on others to give feedback and provide ideas and give suggestions. And so it's evolved to be something that's been more collaborative. It definitely started out. And that's why the show's gotten better, probably, because I've let go, right? But uh, it definitely started out with me being a little nervous to do that and and holding it close to the reins. But in answer to your question, especially in the last few years, we've really tried to be more thematic. Last year's show for mm -hmm. Alzheimer's through Baycrest Foundation, we really had the concept of, you know, this illness as, as Baycrest is trying to fight this illness. There's a reality that, you know, people don't, can't and don't and can't hold on to their memories. And so what if we were to try to invoke those memories and create new memories together and as a cast and as an audience, the memories live on in all of us, even if some of us do struggle. And so we went through the milestones of life last year, and we had a lot of good input from our director last year, Wayne Morris, on that, whose father was is struggling with this disease. And really, how do we bring that to life? And then this year's a bit easier because it's the best of. You know, we really want to take the time to focus on all of the moments that uh, were crowd pleasers and, and cast pleasers, those that made us cry and those that made us laugh and bring that all together and celebrate all we've done, you know, and, and I, I will say one thing, everyone kept saying Neil or Neil brought it together and Neil, Neil did this truthfully, 250 cast and crew, Neil sometimes slowed it down. And, and there's a lot of other people that made this happen, different creative teams throughout the years, different cast, and many of the same that came back over and over again. But I just want to shout out to the fact that it's a village. It's an effort beyond belief. It is no way that any one of us could do it. The fact that the production is really a full production with, with, with very elaborate sets, lights, and costumes, and original music arrangements. I mean, it is a village to do that. So, I'm so excited. i got to tell you, I can't wait for this one. Okay, so this preparation for the 10th anniversary production must have been extra special. How long did it take to prepare this final show? Like, did you start a year ago and what was involved in putting this one together? <laughs> That's such a funny question. And I'll tell you why it always takes a year. The truth is the consideration for the next year's show songs begins before we finish the performance of this year's show. I foolishly thought this year would be easier because it was a best of, and we already had all these songs and we already had all these arrangements. And actually, Aaron said, you know, I don't think that's going to be as easy as you think. He was very correct. It was extremely <laughs> challenging to wow. really finalize which songs. The, truthfully, of the 20 plus songs we'll have in the show, it could have been another 20 something songs. There was so much good material to pick from. But again, wanting to keep it balanced, wanting to have songs that represent all of the shows we've done wanting to have songs that make you laugh and make you cry and, and make you dance and make you sing and, and doing that and also making sure that the cast who have come back year after year, their best moments were there and new cast who weren't maybe involved in the original show that the song was from, how do we leverage their strength? So it was, it was substantially harder than I expected it to be, but, and, and it probably came together later than it ever has much to the stress of my cast and crew. So thanks thanks if they're listening. Other than the ones here, if everyone else is listening, thanks for your patience. I just had a great idea. What about a cast album? And then you could <laughs> you could do all the songs and all the ones that you haven't done. Something to think about. You don't have you know, to we did, an now, but... we did an album after Campfire Song for uh, to send kids to camp through Jewish and Family and Child. We actually went to a recording studio and recorded it. But I love that idea. There's a special song we do every year. It's a tribute song. And in every year, it's been a song where we reflect on the charity and the cause. And it's usually a very inspirational full cast number. 
And I don't want to give too much away, but I think this year what we want to celebrate and pay tribute to are the cast and crew and all they've put in for 10 years. So it's a bit of a different spin on the tribute this year and really excited for that number. Well, thank you for that. This is for anyone. Can you talk about the cast experience that the audience doesn't get to see backstage at rehearsals, the food, the snacks, the turkey, Dina, all of this, all of the things that (laughs) I always say it's the chaos backstage. Nobody sees us running back and forth in between numbers, switching (laughs) off microphones, pulling mics off sweaty backs and putting them onto yours. And you've got one yes. song in between your two songs. And how are you going to change, especially Lori and I in our elaborate outfits? Um, wow. It's complete chaos. And then all of a sudden you walk out there and nobody would have any idea what just went on backstage. It's all part of the thrill. Nobody would know the chaos we went through. You know, you come out on stage and it's like you have no idea what just happened. You, didn't, you don't see that part. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. And one of the other things that people don't realize that they're watching on stage is they're just seeing the show. But more importantly, it's what is we we're brought together. It's a group that's brought together every year. And there's some of us that do it every year and some of us that's done a few times. But more importantly, it's when we have rehearsals, it's the camaraderie that yes. we have established and the friendships. I mean, that I have met, you know, I met Dina, I met Joanna, I met Aaron, I met Neil, I met them all through the shows yes. and we maintain this wonderful, wonderful community of people. So it's not just the show that people are seeing on stage, but they're also seeing this. We, we get to have this wonderful friendship and this wonderful community of friends and uh, we support each other outside the show as well, yes. which is a wonderful, wonderful, you know, uh, fallout from the shows, which is wonderful. It's great. I, I love that you said that because I was thinking that there must be so many moments like just being on stage moments, but also real life moments like Willie proposing to Jennifer on stage and like real life actual things that are not acting. They're real life. Like it's so amazing. And you get to share that with everyone, the good and the bad and the good, and the bad. The good and the bad. And and I'll never forget. And I'll share this with the listeners. I did the show for, I think the first couple of years. And when my late father passed away, the love of my life, I remember 26 unsung heroes. I think all of you were there coming to my house to bring a meal after the Montreal Shiva for the Toronto very short one. And just how deeply touched I was by all of you. And and that's something that's for everyone. It's the good, it's the, it's the all of it. And that's, uh, that's, that's pretty incredible. So is there a career moment before we get to the life moments, a performance moment, I should say that is just does it for you. I'm going to ask Joanna, is there a song or a moment on stage that just really, I, I mean, there's millions. I, I can I mean, there's definitely more than one. Some memorable songs I've done are with Aaron. The prayer was a beautiful one and not necessarily just because it was with Aaron. It's my dad's favorite song and I'll never forget looking out into the audience and tears streaming down his face. I love doing Skylar Sisters and wearing the gowns. I love Hamilton. Last year, Neil and I and Mark did a tribute to my, well, to Neil's mom and Mark's dad and my grandparents who both had Alzheimer's. And that was a really tough one, but also really, really special. Yeah. I could go on and on. There were so many. I also love the big group numbers, like the Good Riddance number where we're all singing together and everyone's got the guitars out and we're doing harmonies. I really enjoy like the big cast numbers, but there, there wasn't one specific one. I think I just have many. And you know, we do too. We do too, (laughs) because there are so many and a lot of them involve you and and all of you that are here. It's incredible. This is really more than a musical theater production. And I want to tell this to the listeners. It's yes, it raises money for important charities and has raised close to a million dollars. It's a family and a community where everyone is there for each other through good and bad. We talked a little bit about this before. But can anyone just speak to the family and community aspect of Unsung Heroes, the thing that you guys have all created in just doing this beautiful production year after year? Yeah, I can chime in on that. I, I really appreciate what you shared earlier, Judy, about your father and some of the comments Lori made about the community here. I mean, it's when I started doing the shows, I thought I really want to raise this money to somehow measure up to the sacrifices my mother made. No amount of money really could, but I, I had this idea that we can get to 10 years or a million dollars. It was only a few years in that it became quite clear that the biggest legacy to her is this community and this family, because that was so important to her. She was the center of her friends. She was the one people went to for counsel. 
you know, she was the one first one there to help in the worst times. And hearing your story and, and my own story is the same way. My father passed last year and the card couldn't fit all the signatures, the people that came to help and support. But on the complete flip side, at my wedding, these people walked down the aisle. Two of my other beautiful friends and family from Unsung Heroes sang Falling Slowly while the procession was happening. Many of the Unsung Heroes got on stage and performed songs at the wedding. The family outside of the show is the show. That is the legacy. So thank you for asking that question and sharing your story. Because that's that made me cry, you know, just to hear that. That to me means everything. This charity this year, similar to last year, is Baycrest and combating Alzheimer's disease. And I relate to this as well very much. And I just think it's such an incredible cause. And certainly our listeners can relate to this. Can you say more about the charity this year, which I know is similar to last year? Yeah, Baycrest is simply like the leading organization, you know, globally, the work that they do in research in treatment, in training. They train other organizations, other facilities and institutions on how to handle with dignity and care uh, Alzheimer's patients. They are at the cutting edge of research. They have partnerships with other institutions globally, all of the work being done. And they have a whole campaign called Fear No Age, which is the concept that as we get older and our cognitive functions become more and more impaired, the work they're doing on the whole spectrum, Alzheimer's and dementia and beyond, is how to have that quality of life as we age and age gracefully. And so, and all of us in the show in some way are impacted. Uh, my uncle right now is really uh, not in good shape with Alzheimer's. Other cast members are in a similar boat or have lost their family to this disease. And so, you know, I, I can't uh, ask in any more passionate terms than for people to come and support if you can't come to donate, to sponsor. It's just, uh, it's a cause that affects everybody. We're all aging at some point, it may be close for some and far for some, but we're all going to be facing these challenges one day. And I'm inspired by the work that Baycrest does and, and hopeful that, that it'll be better and better for each generation. Absolutely. And I, I want to tell our audience, please make a donation, buy tickets. We're going to have all that information for you at the end of the show. But basically, it's www.unsungheroesproductions.com. Is that correct? Unsung, yes, and Unsung Heroes Productions. Or if it's easier to remember, unsungtickets.com. Both will take you to the same place. That's fantastic. And we'll tell you more about this at the end of the show. Let's talk about this year's production. I want to ask you, and I know you can't give very much away, but are there any highlights or sneak peeks or a little something that you can share with our audience that we can look forward to this October 14th and 15th at the Richmond Hills Street Theatre? Before we hear about the sneak peeks and things to expect from this year's Unsung Heroes 10th annual show, we're going to go on a short commercial break, more with Finding Your Bliss and Neil DeLynn when we come back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We're back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio. And before the break, I was asking you, Neil, if there are any highlights or sneak peeks or a little something that you can share with our audience that we can look forward to this October 14th and 15th at the Richmond Hill Street Theatre. Well, certainly these wonderful folks on this call are going to be reprising many of our favorite moments. We had to be creative. We wanted to fit as much in as possible. So there's some unique original medleys we've done to try to highlight more moments. You know, in addition to the songs that we're reprising, we're also mashing and merging things together. There's some staple things that we did over the years. Like we always had almost at least half of our shows had a four-man tenor song. And this year we're yes. we're we're going to do one of our one of my personal favorites, which is my mother's son. But we're also going to be doing a mashup of 
all of the different four-man songs that we did. Actually, with seven or eight men, it's quite a powerful sound of voices. But there's just a lot, a lot of memories from every single year. I love that you're bringing back one of the teen troupe uh, players, Kayla Saul, who's a fabulous singer, and, and bringing her back into the show. Any other cool surprises? We've got uh, in our very first show, you know, we're opening our show with our song that we opened our very first show with. I don't want to say what it is. It's almost like those on the inside will know. Um, It's the opening of our opener medley. We're reprising Jersey Boys and we were able to get Gord Peters back. He's not actually in the cast, so to speak, but he's coming back because he led that role originally. Some other surprises like Steve Scher, who was in some of our shows is reprising one of his roles in an Avenue Q number. Uh, I think it's I think it's just going to be a lot about the memories, the experiences, the stories. We've done cast interviews. There's a lot of the, the theme here. I didn't actually say this earlier is beyond the stage. That's the theme. And we're going to try mm. to bring the audience into that question that you asked, which is what don't you see? And that's what we're trying to share. That's so awesome. Well, I'm sure there will be a Joanna and Aaron duet, and I'm so excited to share what that means for our audience. So let's all have a listen to Joanna Pearl and Aaron Lovespring singing When We Were Young. And I understand this number is also being reprised in the 10th annual production. Can you set this clip up for us? Yeah, When We Were Young uh, is a beautiful arrangement inspired actually by one of the battles on The Voices. It was an Adele cover, and our musical director helped to take it to another level, worked with Aaron and Joe. Um, The video you're going to see is from the original production. There's actually new staging for this production that I think is uh, is for sure going to be a surprise and very special. I'm excited about that. So exciting. Let's all have a listen to When We Were Young, sung by Joanna Pearl and Aaron Lovespring.
Oh my God. I'm not crying. You're crying. No, that was so, so, so beautiful. You guys, I, I wanted to say this. I can't imagine how you could reprise that in any way or change it as perfection, but I'm going to say, and I really want to say this about Joanna Pearl, that you could have been on Broadway. You still could be on Broadway. And it's just so cool that you do what you do and, and you're part of this and, and, and all of you. Next duet I want to ask about, is there something happening with Lori and Dina? Oh, yes. There's always something happening with Lori and Dina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any, a, a little sneak peek, a little costume sneak um, something. Uh, let, let's just say, I won't say what the number is, but um, let's just say there'll be some cross-dressing involved. <laughs> <laughs> we have two numbers together this year. I'm so excited. Oh my God. It's like, there was a costume. I, I just remember these very tall, beautiful, like headdress hat things that were so elaborate. I even wondered how you carried them on stage. Like, was it heavy to wear the costume? We'll find out again this year. <laughs> I was so excited. What are you the most looking forward to? And I guess what I want to ask all of you, is it going to be hard to say goodbye? Like, you know, it's sort of like Shit's Creek, you know, best show ever. I think I watched it 400 times and I've had some of them on the show. And and I don't know how they said goodbye. And I keep hoping there's going to be the movie, the season seven or the special. So I'm, I'm hoping the same for all of you, of course which I'm going to ask you about after. But how does it feel about saying goodbye? And are you sort of savoring every moment of every rehearsal and every interaction at these rehearsals now as you're leading up to this farewell show? I feel like I, I'm going to answer to that because I feel like this is just a celebration of all that we've done with Unsung. But it's not goodbye because we have such solid friendships outside of the show that it's absolutely not goodbye. We'll continue to sing together. We'll continue to do things yes. together. So for me, it's not goodbye. For me, this is a celebration of everything we've done together over the last 10 years. Um, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. I like it. that. I like that. Yeah, like when we, when we do get together outside of these shows, it's always about singing. There's always somebody who's got a guitar. There's always somebody who's got, we've got the piano playing and there are always songs going on, always. So, you know, the show might be goodbye, but certainly the friendships and the good times that we have together will always be there. Aaron, how do you feel as you go to rehearsals? Are you aware sort of poignantly of, I was I was just going to actually talk about that because I am starting to feel as we're nearing showtime, it's in what, two and a half weeks from now, mm -hmm. it's starting to get a bit emotional and I'm just seeing people really connect and, and I'm cognizant of the fact that like this is the last time we're going to do this and I even just said, I think I was talking with Joe and Dina the other day and I'm like, okay, we've got two and a half weeks left. This is typically when I enjoy the process the most <laughs> yeah. as we gear up to the week in the theater. And I want to soak in every single moment and I want to be present for every single moment. And I'm really, really excited for the next three weeks. I don't want it to go by too quickly. And I, I can't wait. I just think it's going to be amazing. I just, if I can just say, add to it, like you just said, Aaron, I, I think I spend every show not being present enough because I'm thinking about what we still have to do uh, from a production perspective, making sure the theater, the schedule, the, the lighting, the rentals, you know, I'm stressing about, you know, I think we could do better. Uh, I'm always striving to try to I have a belief every show needs to be better than the previous. And I'm always thinking about the things we're not quite there yet. And this is the first year that, you know, I feel like, uh, what's that country singer song? She says, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. I feel like I'm just leaning back into the stream and listening to the harmonies in the room and watching people giggle in the corner which might normally be frustrating, like, hey, guys, focus. But there's something so beautiful about these moments that I'm trying to take in on this show and just feel everything, all the love in the room and all of the effort that people put in and just so appreciative that these 250-odd people for a whole bunch of reasons came together and helped me realize this dream. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing to me, and I... I'm forever appreciative to the cast and crew for helping me with that. 
And we're appreciative to you, Neil, for bringing it all together. <laughs> I have to ask, is Robbie Wexler going to be in this show this year? The Wexler boys, Mark. Yes. The Wexler Robbie. boys. Okay. I love the Wexler boys. In fact, I've had Mark Wexler on the program and loved having him here. I have to share a story with you that I don't know if you know, but it's the reason that I have this show and it has to do with Robbie. So I love the way everybody supports everyone. Everyone's just kind. Everyone's just good to each other and helpful to each other. And you know, when you're sitting down, you're doing choreo and you're sitting on the ground. I remember I started to get up, not very gracefully. I just couldn't do it. You know, I don't know what it was, but it was one of those, you know, four, four hands down on the ground getting up. It wasn't balletic. Let's say that. And Robbie was behind me and he said, Judy, I'm going to, I'm going to make a suggestion. I really want to help you. You're a lady. I don't want you to look bad. When it's time to get up, just turn to me and take my hand and I'll gracefully help you up because I don't want you to be embarrassed. And I never forgot that. And that was the moment when I decided to retire my character dance shoes and find something else. And I found this. And the best part is I still get to see all of you, which means so much to me and to be in the audience cheering. So I still feel part of it. But it really was Robbie that helped me do my my next uh, chapter too. So I just had to share that. That's I always, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Great story. Yeah, that's a great it. story. How, you just, you just outed his sweetheart, real personality. Yeah. Tries to cover that. No, I'm kidding. He's, he's such a damn. That's such a nice moment. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a great story. So, what is next? I know there's going to be more. I know, as Dina said, there's going to be get-togethers and weddings and friendships and all that sort of stuff is going to continue forever. But in terms of this, what do you see as an act two, chapter two? Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, uh, a beach. Uh, cocktail, <laughs> um, peace, not casting, Margarita. not fielding questions. Um, I, I do think about it. I, I definitely, nothing is happening for a few years. I will say there's a, another troupe that is, I believe, producing a show next year to save a child's heart, which is Levity. And I'm sure there's lots of people uh, have from our cast who participated in their show last year and will continue. So, you know, Unsung Heroes isn't the only group of people doing really good things with charity and with musical theater. I just want to shout out to them and say yes. that that's there for sure. But in terms of Unsung Heroes, I mean, I, I don't see us ever doing an annual musical review show again. Uh, that's for sure. It's a very massive orchestration of moving parts and it's a full-time job that none of us have the spare time for because it, it just takes that kind of dedication to make it great. I, I can see us doing, maybe in a few years from now, special one-night concerts. I am working on and hoping to work on a show that is like a jukebox musical of my mother's story or life. Um, wow. But I don't know. I don't want to rush that. It could take years and years to come to something that I feel comfortable enough to put out there. So. Who knows? Maybe some concerts, maybe an original show, no more review shows, but very happy about these other companies that are offering that for others. And for me, I'm, I'm, I, I would love nothing more than to just be a cast member and have no other responsibilities in the world because being a cast member is already hard. Being a cast member and producing it is next to impossible. So I'm excited so for, for others to take the reins for now. It's kind of like after your wedding and Dean, I'm sure you felt this way. You go to somebody else's wedding and you're just a guest. And it's like, wow, yeah. this is so relaxing. Not that you don't love your own, but you know what I mean? You just go, yeah. it's so fun. That's, that's really incredible. So there's a question that we ask at the end of every show and it's called, what is your bliss? And so I'm going to start with Aaron. What is bliss for Aaron Lovespring? Uh, with respect to unsung or just in general? In general, whatever you wish. I would say bliss for Aaron is the friendships cultivated, the, the love for life, the love for music, and yeah, just having an amazing group of people surrounded by me that love me and that I love as well. I love that. Lori Goodman. What is bliss for Lori Goodman? Uh, you know, also with Aaron said, it's just the people that have come into my life and the amount of love that we have for each other. And that, that feeling of being 
of the care that you know you're getting from these friends and what you're giving back and what you're getting and the amount of love that we have for each other and that we share this one common love of the theater and love of singing and joy for life. And so, yes, my bliss is definitely having these people in my life that share so much of what I love. Beautiful. Dina, what is bliss for Dina Grossman? Dina Grossman, her bliss is just pure love. My family, my husband, my children, my parents, my extended family, the love we all share, this family, my friends, my unsung friends, my friends from all over the place. There's just so much love. But I have to say the love for making an audience laugh. I have that too. And that's bliss for me when I get out on that stage and I make people laugh and I feed off that audience. That's bliss for me too. So You're so good at it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. That's always such a highlight. Joanna Pearl, bliss for Joanna Pearl these days. What elates you? What elates you, Joanna Pearl? Oh my God. Thanks, Neil. At the risk of sounding repetitive, um, my bliss is being able to be a mother, a wife, a friend, being able to be on stage and sing and do the things that I love that make me happy and being a teacher, which I, I truly enjoy as well. So great. It sounds like a beautifully balanced, perfect life. And I, and I love that. Neil, I begin with you. And so I end with you as well. What is bliss for Neil DeLynn? So many things. I mean, family above all, um, snuggles with the kids. Yes. Sometimes just the, the amazing lessons I learned from them, uh, it puts me into a state of wonder on a regular basis. My wife and our family and our, our house and our home and our life that we built is, is so special to me. And, um, in relation to music, I mean, music is life. Music is air. Anytime, whether it be on stage, whether it be in my home where we have jam parties that turns into like Maria's Crisis in New York, um, <laughs> anytime voices come together, the, the joy in everyone's face, the sound that people create together, I, I, I'm, I'm always biased towards harmony over solos. I, I love the sound of many people singing at once. And you know, I've had the great fortune of having so many parties in my home and filling my home with music and friendship. And I, Jamie and I, my wife and I will look at each other and we'll say, this is life. When everybody's in the house and singing, our kids are, the last time we had a party, the kids were up and walking around and they were soaking it in and understanding the value that it brings and passing that on to them. Nothing's better than that. You're so right. That's incredible. What is the best way before we sing, we, we're going to sing everyone out of the show with a fabulous cast number from all of you guys, a song that's actually being reprised again this year. What is the best way for people to contact and connect with unsung heroes on social media? And most of all, how can people get tickets and make a donation for this 10th anniversary unsung hero show? Definitely on our website, unsungheroesproductions.com or unsungtickets.com. This should pop up and say buy tickets. There's a link in the corner to make to buy tickets, make donations. You can do all of the above on the website. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on uh, Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. There's lots of ways to engage. Again, the whole beyond the stage, we're trying to share content out that is beyond the stage. And But coming, come to the show, even if you... Make a donation, buy a ticket, come to the show, because the biggest gift for, for me personally this last year would be a full audience of people that get to experience this together with us, and nothing could be better. Mm -hmm. So hoping that we fill out every seat in the house. We're so excited. We're going to go on a short commercial break. When we come back, we'll hear a popular favorite that you have sung as a cast before, and I hear you're going to be reprising it again this year with a whole new arrangement. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. 
Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back. This is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And I'm joined by Neil DeLynn and some of the stars of Unsung Heroes Productions for their 10th annual production and final show of Unsung Heroes taking place October 14th and 15th at the Richmond Hill Center for the Performing Arts. For tickets or to make a donation, go to unsungheroesproductions.com. And now to sing us out of the show, here is the cast of Unsung Heroes singing Bridge Over Troubled Waters, which they will be doing a new version of this year that mashes many other tribute songs with this melody. Can you say a bit more, Neil, about what people can expect with this spectacular cast number? Yeah, we, we try to fit in, in in subtle ways, maybe more the cast will notice than others, the lyrics and words from all of the various tributes we've done into a, a much more gospel energetic uh, version of this song that I think is stunning. It's one of my absolute favorite songs we've ever put forward. This version is equally stunning, but we actually have a new version for this year. Awesome. Well, without further ado, here is the cast of Unsung Heroes Productions singing Ridge Over Troubled Waters. Let's all have a listen. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. Wow, that was so incredible, you guys. Oh my God, that was amazing. I don't know if it's possible to still say, just a shout out to people that did the work, that that arrangement was Sean Mays. The new arrangement is Amanda Silkoff. And I just, you know, they, they arranged those two songs. So I just wanted to say that. Absolutely. I want to thank you all so much. Neil DeLynn, Joanna Pearl, Aaron Lovespring, Dina Grossman, and Lori Goodman for being on the show today. It's really been such an honor, honestly, to have you all here. And I can't wait to see you and applaud from the audience. You know, I'm a good audience member. You're one of the best. There's nothing better than a Judy <laughs> review after a show. There is nothing better. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I have have the shivers already. I can't wait. In fact, if I were in the audience right now, I'd be asking for an encore. So live on the air, here is one more song from Unsung Heroes singing us out of the show today. And here's the cast of Unsung Heroes singing one of the cast numbers from last year's show that's a favorite of audience members and cast members alike. Here is a mashup of You Raise Me Up an amazing grace. When I am down and oh my soul's so weary, when troubles come and my heart burden be, and I am still and wait here in the silence until you come and sit You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. And I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You raise me up to more than I can be.
Each week, we spotlight talented singers, songwriters, or musicians like you've just seen today with this incredible talent on this show. If you're a singer, please reach out to us. If you're an author, artist, yoga, meditation, or mindfulness expert, or really anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. Also, what did you love about today's show? Well, it's all bet. Let us know. Are there any guests or topics you'd like us to feature on Finding Your Bliss? Write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. I'm also a life coach. If I can help you in any way, please let me know at findyourbliss.com slash coaching. I'm on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. And of course, you can always follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. I would like to thank our wonderful guests, Neil DeLynn, Joanna Pearl, Aaron Lufspring, Dina Grossman, and Lori Goodman for being on the show today. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kylie, producer Olivia Weatherall, audio engineer Juliana Yanitsiello, senior editor Lauren Kaminsky, video editor Sierra Brown-Rodriguez, audio producer Faz Kazi, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. For everyone here, I'm Judy Liebrach, reminding you all to be an unsung hero and take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.